What up, what up, all my independent thinkers out there in podcast land. It's your girl, Alexandra, and you are listening to Teach a Man to Think, the podcast, a place where we always stay curious, think differently, and as always, think for ourselves. So sit back, unwind, and get ready to unlock your mind. Welcome back, friends. So in the spirit of transparency, I'm going to make a little different episode today and also share kind of a background on where I am mentally and emotionally in terms of my podcast. So I've taken a little break very intentionally because as I've mentioned before in different episodes, I think it is very necessary to not only go in the flow when you're in flow, which is a great place to be, but also take time to stop, look around, look at the direction you're going and make sure that you're, you still want to go there. Because again, as I've mentioned, I change all the time and I'm constantly changing and growing. And sometimes I don't recognize myself from day to day and not like my inner core things, but just the things that are important to me or things, maybe I've gotten some light bulbs that have helped highlight the direction that I want to go in a way that wasn't clear to me the day before. And that's really important for me to for me to touch in with that and always be conscious of that because I have been on this journey for so long and I feel like the closer I'm getting to the finish line and not the finish line in terms of the overall goal, but just the finish line of like that first marker of knowing that, okay, I'm finally exactly where I want to be, where I've planned to be, where I've seen myself being. And even though there's growth beyond that point, I just know that that point is around the corner and I feel like the closer I get to that point, the more that I have things put in my path that are almost like tests for me to see how intentional I am in my journey and to make sure that I'm still on the right path and I'm still choosing and not letting things choose for me or letting my habits or sometimes just getting into this autopilot mode where we just agree to things and say yes to things and constantly are going with the decisions that we would have made prior without thinking of where we are right now. So I'm always trying to operate from the place I am right now. And I try not to operate from my past self. And with that, things are always changing and moving and growing and shifting. So I feel like I'm in a shift right now. And I'm really being conscious about my podcast because this has been a passion and a love and a just an overall working of getting to this level for so long that I want to make sure that it sticks true true to what I believe in and what my purpose is for even putting my voice out there. So I want to put my voice out there and I want to share stuff and I want to share all aspects of myself because I'm a full individual and sometimes I might want to have really deep conversations and sometimes I might want to have just silly conversations. So I want to share all aspects of that, but I do want to focus more on the deeper aspects of myself that I feel like I've been holding back on because it's uncomfortable to talk about those things. And when you start getting into these topics that I only feel comfortable talking about with a very select few number of people, it's just a whole different ball game, but I feel like I need to dive into that and I need to share these parts of myself because they're important and also they hold true to the title of the podcast and the business and the overall theme of how to live life, which is 
think for yourself. And I want to show and share how deep I take that and how seriously I take that. And I've only shared that so far with things like travel, you know, like I left my job, a career from being an attorney and putting all that time and effort and money, lots and lots of money into this career and building up a network of people and friends and basically giving all of that up to live a life on the road as a nomad and live out of my car and out of a backpack and live in people's houses, taking care of their animals and cleaning toilets and delivering food and doing all types of weird stuff. And that's one element of thinking for yourself because I would not change that journey for the world. And I appreciate that so much because it has transformed me into the person that I was meant to be. It brought out parts of myself that I could have never anticipated and I could have never created out of thin air. There's no amount of books that I could have read or things I could have watched or conversations I could have had that would have had the immense amount of effect that those travels had on me and especially that specific way of traveling of just shedding anything I knew about anything and just going completely like a child into the world in a blank slate, not having any expectations of anybody or anything or any place and just completely living in the moment. That's one element. Then I have a whole other element of thinking for yourself that has to do with the way I live my life in terms of nutrition and the things I consume. And the things I consume, I mean everything from my toothpaste to what I watch to the music that I listen to. I have become very sensitive to music in general. I'm very specific on music that I listen to. And I used to be such a music junkie and I could listen to anything and everything And I listen to very like hardcore stuff and rap and alternative and whatever. And now I'm just very sensitive and there's only certain kind of things I can listen to at certain moments. The same thing with TV. I don't like anything violent. I don't like any kind of gratuitous sex or any raunchiness, nastiness. I do not like that. I think it's unnecessary. I don't want that in my consciousness. I don't want that around me. I don't like that kind of stuff. So that's a whole nother element of how I've been very conscious about the things that I put into my body and into my mind and into my, in general, my heart, my soul, everything around me, because I, again, believe that that translates into everything else in your life. And we are so consumed with physical health that people assume that the way I eat and everything I do is solely for my physical health. And yes, that's a big part of it. But the main thing that I feel has been transformed through the way I eat and the way that I operate and the things that I consume and how selective I am is the way that I think. My mind has completely opened up. I feel like way before that, I was like living in a fog and People will mention this and they say that once they start eating differently, it's like a fog was lifted and you really can't understand what that means until it happens to you because how do you know you're in a fog if all you've ever been around is fog, right? So if you're always in a state of the state that you've been in and you've been in it for so long, you don't even know that there's something else out there. So until you're out of it and you can see clearly and you can look back and you'll be like, oh, wow, my mind was really foggy and overall, I was just living in this kind of state of fog. But that's something you discover later on. So that's a whole nother element of things I love to talk about. And then I love to talk about, of course, about business and growth, because 
I feel like when you're growing in yourself and in your life, that translates to your business and to your relationships and to your financial success and your overall success. So I like talking about those things too, because I really believe about dreaming big, going for your dreams and doing things differently and thinking outside the box and following your intuition and just not taking no for an answer, but also understanding when no is appropriate and knowing when to quit. And all of that, all those topics under that big umbrella, I love talking about that stuff because that relates to me and my journey. And I feel like I've gone on so many journeys and had so many experiences in the past 37 years, but specifically the past seven to 10 years and doing everything from being an attorney to being a sales director to house sitting all over the world to writing books to now selling art. You know, there's so many things that I have pushed myself into that I feel like I've gained a lot of experience from and I'm very aware. So I take in everything very seriously. So that's a whole nother level. But then there's a whole nother aspect that I really want to talk about, which is going deeper about thinking differently and thinking beyond because I really believe in not thinking and believing what we are told. And I'm not saying that to say that we should um, walk around angry and bitter and jaded and think that everyone's lying to us. And, you know, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that you should have an open mind and understand that the things you're told aren't necessarily the truth. And sometimes that's an innocent thing. And sometimes people just don't know better. Or sometimes that's done specifically for a certain purpose that could be negative. It could be to control you or to make you act a certain way or do a certain thing. And unfortunately, that's the reality. And I could live in this little bubble where I pretend that doesn't exist and everything's just wonderful and we're living on, you know, this bed of roses and we're hopping from place to place on rainbows like a bunch of Care Bears. But that's not reality. And I want to tap into reality and my reality and the things that I do believe and talk about, um, not on say a daily basis, but maybe on a weekly or definitely a monthly basis with people that are super, super close to me, aka probably my husband mainly, and a few select friends. So I feel like why not talk about it with you guys and share some stuff and maybe it'll resonate with somebody. So I want to talk about, I'm not going to get into things like politics or history um, because I feel like that is very sensitive for people. So I will probably get into that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I probably will get into that eventually, but I don't want to get into it right now. I want to talk about something that no one cares about or most people don't really care about because I feel like it will be the least triggering. But I think it's just a funny way to or an interesting way to start off my venturing into this kind of topic at all. So I want to talk about math. And People don't care about math. People think math is a joke or when am I ever going to use math? Or, you know, it's kind of like the common thing about kids in school. And you've heard that all the time. It's like math is such an irrelevant subject because when are you going to use it? And I think that's hilarious because I actually love math. And if I had a choice or I followed my choice, I probably would have um, been a math major in undergrad. I really just wanted to study math. I loved math. It was the subject that I always did great in, no matter what. I always got 100% or the highest score possible because for me, the beauty of math is that 
the answer and the solution is in the problem. And there's only, there's always an answer. Whether there's one right answer or there's 10 right answers, there's always an answer and the answer is right there. You don't need to know anything else. You don't need to go outside of anything else. You don't need to research anything else. The answer is in the problem. And that's what I love about math. And that's how I look at life. And that's how I look at just everything in general. So I, I want to talk about math because I really think differently in terms of I question everything. And when I say I question everything, I'm going to talk about something very specific. And that is Albert Einstein. So if you, you've probably heard of Albert Einstein, everyone's heard of Albert Einstein. And the main thing that everyone knows about Albert Einstein is he's a genius and he's amazing and he's wonderful and he's smart and he's the grandfather of mathematics or whatever. I want to um, inspire you to maybe open your mind and think differently and think that maybe this person isn't exactly who we believe him to be. Now, I'll give you an example, and I'm going to keep this episode as short as possible because I just want to see how it comes out. But I had this feeling, I've been doing a lot of research for a while. I've been doing research into math and science and Um, quantum mechanics and physics and just uh, different aspects of just science and math and how they relate to each other on a very specific um, topic that I will get into later. But sorry, I had to put the phone away because I have like, I think my uh, voice is dry. So I want to talk about Albert Einstein, because I recently joined an app uh, for podcasters. I got reached out to by this app. So I, I joined them and I saw that their logo was Einstein. And it's a really cool logo. And, you know, everyone knows who it is. And you just think about Albert Einstein and wise because the app is called Wisdom. So when you think about wisdom, automatically people think about Albert Einstein, which I thought was funny that they used him. And a part of me totally understood that and I get it. And then a part of me was like, I kind of wish they didn't use that because I don't really like Albert Einstein. And I know it's a very unique opinion to have. And I don't, I don't think I've ever met anyone who shares the same opinion with me, but I think he's a quack and I think he's a con man. And I don't know specifics. I didn't get into complete detail and now I'm kind of interested about it. So I probably will dive a lot deeper But I started thinking about this, so it led me to start researching, because this is how I, my mind works, is that one thing, and I'm sure your mind works the same way, is that one thing leads to another, leads to another, leads to another. The difference is is that I take it very seriously, so when I feel inspired by something, I follow that, because I want to know what the purpose of that is, and I always feel like there's a reason, and for this example, it led me to this podcast. So I started researching Albert Einstein and I was curious, does anyone else not like Albert Einstein? Like, am I the only weirdo out there that does not like Albert Einstein? And I started doing some research and I ended up finding something that I thought was super interesting. And it was the first time I read this, even though I haven't liked him for a while. I've mentioned this to plenty of people, um, including my mom, who's like a major fan of Albert Einstein. So it was not a popular opinion to share and not a, not an easy one to share it at, at that, but So I saw that apparently Nikola Tesla and Einstein had like a beef 
And maybe you've heard of this before. I I didn't, but I didn't know that. And apparently they did not like each other and because they were around at the same time and they were very like big prominent people in their field. And yet they did not like each other. And I thought it was really funny that I share a similar opinion with someone that I actually admire and like and I'm a fan of. And I've said this before, the words admire, fan, I do not use those words lightly. There are very few people in the world that I feel like I could use those words for. And from everything that I've ever read and known and felt intuitively about Nikola Tesla has all been positive. So I will say that that is one person that I admire and respect and am a fan of. So I found this quote that I wanted to share about that Tesla shared about Einstein and specifically about his theory of relativity. So if you know anything about the theory of relativity, and I will make a podcast episode about this maybe if people are interested, I don't know, but it is basically about the relation of time and how we experience time and space-time continuum and all of that. So I, it's just fact, like people just take it as fact. Theory of relativity, relativity by Albert Einstein is just fact. This is how we live our life. This is, it affects everything in our life more than you can even imagine. And something as simple as the clock and what time you have to wake up and you have to go to work and then you have to come home and all these things. So I think that all of this is a joke. And I think not only is it a joke, but it was specifically designed to control people and Um, there's a lot of issues that come with this. And I inspire you to think differently and think for a second of what that means if the possibility that Albert Einstein isn't exactly who he says he is in terms of what he shared and that he was just this brilliant professor who just happened to discover all these amazing theories and these theories just happened to dictate how we live our life or if it was all designed to specifically create a system where we are unaware of the immense magic of life. And all of this is, do, is designed to keep us from thinking bigger and thinking outside the box and thinking in terms that we can't even think right now because our, bo- our minds have been put into these boxes and the way we live our life has been put into a box. And there's something so much deeper and beautiful and greater outside of that. And because we don't even think that that could not be true and we don't even question the big things. I'm not even talking about the little things about, you know, like the things in politics, like who's the right politician we should vote for, what's right or what's wrong. I'm talking about the general idea of the concept of time could be completely misunderstood And if we started thinking about time in a different way, how it could open up our minds and what kind of things could be possible just from that. And I mean things like time travel and just teleportation. I mean like crazy things that could be possible, things that you've only seen in the movies could be possible if we have a different understanding of time. And I really believe all these things. And it's weird to talk about these things because then people think you're crazy. But if you never talk about these things and you feel these things and then these things end up becoming a reality and then you just, oh, I should have said something. So you know what? I'm just going to put it out there. I really believe these things. And so I want to share this quote by Tesla. 
about the theory of relativity that he did in a 1935 New York Times interview. He said, the theory wraps all these errors and fallacies and clothes them in magnificent mathematical garb, which fascinates, dazzles, and makes people blind to the underlying error, errors. The theory is like a beggar clothed in purple whom ignorant people take for a king. Its exponents are very brilliant men, but they are metaphysicists rather than scientists. Not a single one of the relativity propositions has been proved. Okay, that's what he says about Einstein's theory of relativity, which is the main thing that Einstein is known for. And basically what that quote is saying is that if you're not a mathematician and if you're not specific to this type of math and science, then you're not going to know what's going on. If you don't know anything about anything and if I show you this equation and there's a bunch of triangles and letters and numbers and you know underscores and all this crazy stuff going on and I'm like, here you go, guys. This is a theory of relativity. This is what it proves. If you don't know what I'm talking about, chances are 95% of people are going to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that looks right. That sounds great. And then the other 5%, even if they disagree, no one's going to take them seriously because they themselves aren't scientists and they themselves aren't mathematicians. Or if they are, they have to really understand that. But how can you understand something that someone else made up? So he's basically saying that there's a bunch of dazzles and all this glitter on this equation that dazzles the layperson, the person who doesn't know better, but there's nothing there. And it's actually full of error and it's not true. And there's a lot of holes in his theory. So I could probably talk about this for hours, but I just want to leave that there just because I want to express to you that two very brilliant people, supposedly, one of them could be, one of them couldn't, could not be, who knows? They were basically, or maybe Einstein, I'm not saying Einstein wasn't brilliant. He probably was brilliant, but he was used for negative purposes. And he was used to basically control the public and he was bought out. And a lot of these people were bought out because a lot of people don't even know who Tesla is. And the only reason people even know the word Tesla is because of Elon Musk. But before that, people didn't know who Tesla was. And Tesla was actually the one who was responsible for a lot of the inventions that Thomas Edison became famous for. But Thomas Edison was nothing more than a shady businessman who ended up buying out Tesla's inventions, became rich off of them. And Tesla ended up dying poor, full of ideas and inventions that a lot of them never saw the light of day because it wasn't a financial um, reward for anybody else. It actually would cause a lot of people to lose money. And money rules the world for now and for the time being. That's the truth, unfortunately. And that could be a good thing, but it could also be a negative thing because sometimes a lot of negative people control money and they control the way things go. So I just think it's interesting that someone like Tesla, who is responsible for so many amazing thing, things in this world, and people aren't even aware of it, but that's the way the world works. I mean, think about it. Just think how logic that is. A businessman comes in, sees a brilliant idea, puts his name on it, and he becomes the one that people know about. And then the other guy, no one knows about him. And that's just the case in a lot of things for today. This is just so important and interesting because we're talking about 
just the basics of our life and the things that we know today, but we take for granted, like energy and light and all of that and time. I mean, just these things that we never really think about. But if we could think about those things in a different way and understand that maybe time isn't linear, maybe the clock doesn't control us, maybe what is time? You know, just think about these things in a grander in a grander scale. What is time? What is space? Uh, what is color? You know, I could I could do a whole episode just on color alone because color is not what we think it is. Color is just a perception that our eyes perceive and then reflect back to us, but it is just a reflection of light. Nothing actually is filled with color. And that's a whole nother aspect. But I like thinking about these huge, huge, big, big, big picture things because they make you sane in the moments when the little things take over. Because at the end of the day, no matter how much you think about the big things in life, you're still pulled into the little things. You still have to make money and you have to you know, pay your bills and you have to cook and you have to eat and you have to clean and you have to take care of things and people and animals. And there's so much involved in your life that if you get caught into that, it just turns into this long kind of drawn out episode that seems like you never get a break from. But if you can sometimes tap into these big picture ideas and understand that the little things really don't matter on the grand spectrum and the grand scale of things, then it helps you have a balance in life and it helps you appreciate life and understand life in a different way. And it makes life more magical because the more you open up your mind, the more your life is now open for you to receive things that maybe wouldn't have come into your existence because you had a too narrow way of thinking. So I just thought it was interesting. And also another thing with Albert Einstein is this quote I actually did hear of, and maybe you heard of it too. And I don't know, this was allegedly, but apparently Einstein was asked, what does it feel like to be the smartest man alive? And he replied, I don't know, ask Tesla or something to that effect or ask Tesla. And I just thought it was funny because I never, I never knew they had a beef. And apparently they're like the Biggie and Tupac of the science and math era back in the day, um, back in the 1900s. So I thought it was interesting. But yeah, let me know what you think about this episode. I don't know like where I was going with this, but I just definitely wanted to share some of that because... I want to talk more about Tesla and I want to talk more about um, just his inventions and his ideas in general because I thought he was fascinating. But with that, you really need to let go of the idea of a lot of things that we've been taught and not everything that you've been taught is true. And sometimes the biggest things that you could never even imagine that you could believe, like, how could this be a lie? It's a lie. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I don't think that's something to be angry about because the truth is so much stranger than fiction. And the truth is so much more beautiful than anything we could imagine. And there's so much potential in the world for so much beautiful and amazing things that I think if we open up our mind, then we are able to receive that and we're able to create that together through our mutual consciousness. And that's why I think it's important to put this things put these things out there because you know, why not? Right? That's what the podcast is for. That's what the purpose of all this is for. And 
yeah, so I'll definitely share more about Tesla and his invention. And I could definitely just do an episode alone on just free energy because that is probably the most interesting and most passionate thing that I um, that I have read about that I'm interested in. So I will catch you guys later.